Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, certified integrative health coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without de- sorry, without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like to get your hands on some amazing resources that help you dive deeper into the topics I share on the show around emotional eating, cravings, mindset, body image, then head on over to my Lose Your Cravings Patreon site and join. As a Patreon subscriber, you get exclusive access to behind the scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads. It's pretty awesome. And now I have an easier way to join. You can start a free seven-day trial on my transformation tier. You will get access to workshops behind the scenes and digital downloads that support the work we do here on the podcast for free. Um, That is huge. (laughs) So try it out for free. You have nothing to lose. Just head on over to patreon.com backslash lose your cravings. I'll have it in the the link in the show notes and then choose the transformation tier and sign up now. Okay, my friends, let's get on with the show. So this show is inspired by a song that I love so deeply. It's one of those songs that just shows up at the right time and just strikes a chord, so to speak with you. Like they wrote this song for you, like it was made for you. And though I first heard this song a while ago, I was listening to it today during my self-practice yoga session and so many thoughts came into my mind about the lyrics. Thoughts about how long it takes to reach goals and what expectations we put on our goals and um, or like if we're going through something like the expectations we have on ourselves. And for those of you yogis out there, you're probably wondering why my mind was wandering and why I didn't just try and redirect my mind back to my breath. Well, when I allow space for my brain to not worry about anything, as I was doing during my self-practice, like I had my phone off, no distractions, um, I had calming music, and I felt safe and comfortable in the environment that I was in, this is usually where ideas come to me. When my mind isn't stressed about anything else, like my to-do list, you know, did I pull the chicken out of the freezer? (laughs) What time do I have to pick up Antonia today? Um, What's on my schedule for the day? When I let go and give my body and mind time to just be, this is when I think of podcast topics or course topics or workshop topics. So This is what happened to me today. I was in a space where I could focus solely on my breath and movement of my body. And sure enough, this song came on and my mind was pinging left and right. As soon as my practice was over, I grabbed my phone and I started taking notes because those thoughts will quickly leave my short-term memory as soon as I am thrust back into reality, right? Back to my to-do list, back to appointments, work, obligations. It all just goes away. So now it's later in the day and I want to elaborate on my thoughts from these lyrics. So the song that I'm referring to is called You Can't Rush Your Healing by Trevor Hall. I'll put um, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can listen to the entire song because the entire song is pretty amazing and has 
gold nuggets throughout. Um, and if you listen to it on Spotify, it has the lyrics for you. So you can just read the lyrics if you just want to read them. Um, but the lyrics that first stuck with me were this. Okay. So I'm not going to sing it. I will leave that up to Trevor Hall or Taylor Swift. Um, but I will say it. Okay. It goes, you can't rush your healing. Darkness has its teaching. Love is never leaving. You can't rush your healing. Now, there are so many ways to interpret and connect it to life, but I'll share a few things that kind of like came to me on these lyrics. So often we are so focused on getting away from or just getting through things that are uncomfortable. We just want it to be over or we want to be done with it. And I totally get it. We don't like being uncomfortable or struggling. This is just human nature. But we we also live in a culture that is so focused on getting things done as fast as possible, right? We have fast food. Um, we complain about waiting in lines. Look at our internet. Anyone remember dial-up? <laughs> right? Now we have high-speed internet. And when it takes more than five, 10 seconds to load a new page, we get frustrated and say, technology so annoying. We want our clothes to dry faster. We want car insurance quotes in five minutes. We don't want to spend time in the kitchen making a home-cooked meal, so we Uber Eats or get takeout. We want to lose 10 pounds in a week, right? We want things done yesterday. Now, when working with clients on shifting their relationship with food um, to stop dieting and manage their emotional eating or cravings, they want results now. They will often come to me and say that it's not working fast enough, or I should be further along, or I should be better at this by now. We are used to immediate results in life, especially if we've been, if we've been connected to and influenced by diet culture which let's face it, it's everywhere. So we've probably been influenced by it, whether you realize it or not. We want things done quickly. And this doesn't discriminate with change or healing. Whether it's healing from trauma, loss, heartache, diet culture, your relationship with food or your body, this is going to take time, my friend. Yet we want to get through it as fast as possible. We think we should be better, further along. This should be faster. Or we should be finished by now. But that's not how it works. As long as we try and rush our healing, we are just resisting what is and we are going to find ourselves disappointed or frustrated. You can't rush your healing. And in fact, these times of healing and struggle teach us something. The next line says, darkness has its teachings. We learn through going through difficult times, through trials and healing from those situations. They help us grow into a better, more evolved version of ourselves, a stronger version of ourselves, who knows how to process, process difficult experiences and emotions. We can also learn so much about ourselves by addressing our emotional eating, 
getting to the root cause of it and addressing the root cause. Yes, it might be painful and there may be some difficulty and discomfort in this process, but you will grow and evolve through this process. When shifting your relationship with food, there's no finish line. We're not in a race and we're not on a timeline. I know this seems counterintuitive to the way you've been influenced to think, but I invite you to let go of any timeline or finish line and allow yourself to go through the process in the way and for as long as you need to, right? No matter what it is, if it's a healing process, if it's your change, you want to change a habit, let it take as long as it needs to take. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not flawed. You are not broken. Let the process take as long as it needs to take. When healing my relationship with food and working on my body image, it took years. And in fact, I'm still working on them. I mean, you could argue, right? But now I have the tools and the strategies I need to guide me through this process. Like I have everything I need. I just need to do it, right? So right now I'm being challenged in my business around my mindset, around my goals that I have. And I've been challenged with letting go of the timeline of my goals, right? And this is kind of like blowing my mind. Like, what if it takes six months? What if it takes a year? What if it takes three years to reach my goal, right? Now, when we hold on to a timeline and we don't reach our goal or desired outcome in that timeline, We feel frustrated. There's fear and the shame. We feel unworthy or inadequate. Like what's wrong with me that I can't reach my goal? Then we have self-judgment and comparison to add on top of that, right? We compare ourselves to other people who are maybe healed. Maybe they're making more money. They're consistent with their workouts or they're losing weight. But what happens when we take the time component out of the equation? There's a huge weight lifted off of your shoulders. The judgment, the shame, the frustration, and the fear deflate and possibly disappear. We release the pressure to perform or to achieve by a certain date. I had a huge challenge when it came to this during my recovery from the birth of my daughter. I had this idea that I would be back to quote unquote normal soon after I had her. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have this baby and then I'm just going to like go back to normal and like get to the gym. You know, I had seen women do this. They had a baby and were back in the gym like weeks later, like even before they were cleared by their doctor. Because they were so committed and like they just bounced right back. You know, I was going to um, like I say this, like this is what I thought was happen, right? I was going to have her naturally and I was going to go right back to regular life, like working out and all of my regular activities. Well, life had a much different plan for me. I had a long and difficult labor and medical complications that were life-threatening, and I ended up having a C-section after 24 hours of labor. And when I woke up from the C-section, and when I say 
woke up, I wasn't put under, like they gave me an epidural. So I, I was conscious during the procedure, but I passed out, fell asleep. I'm not sure which right after and woke up sometime later. And when I woke up, I felt like I was hit by a semi. I was beat up mentally, physically, and emotionally. And my recovery was not going to take two or three weeks. Not at all. And it was difficult to come to terms with this. And I don't think I realized this while it was happening. I was resisting it. I was judging myself for it. Right? I felt a lot of judgment because I had friends who had recently had babies who were, you know, or were going to have babies soon. And I went right to to judgment and shame. I was judging myself against these other people, right, who recovered faster. Right? So I asked myself, like, why can't I recover faster? Why is this taking so long? I should be able to work out. I should be able to go for a walk without pain. What's wrong with me that I can't, I couldn't have a natural birth? So many thoughts of shame and judgment of myself and my ability to be a mother and recover from the birth of my baby. Little did I know that the universe was trying to teach me a lesson. <laughs> Slow down. Focus on the now. Pay attention to the small things. Appreciate the little things in life. Stop comparing yourself to others. I know that's a hard one. <laughs> Every pregnancy and birth is different. Everyone has their own experience in childbirth, and there's no wrong way to have a baby. And of course, I fought these lessons. I didn't see it at first. I wanted to recover faster and be back to normal, but normal had a new meaning. We talk, we talk about the new normal after the pandemic, but there is also a new normal after having a child. And I myself, I've only had one child, so I don't know what it's like after having two or three or four or multiple children, but I know what it's like after having one child and it is a new normal and that's okay, right? It wasn't until I slowed down and listened to what the universe was trying to tell me that I let go of this idea of what life was supposed to be like postpartum and allowed what was now, is this easy? No, right? We, we make plans and we want them to come to fruition. I had to remind myself all the time to slow down. In fact, I still have to remind myself to slow down, take time for myself, schedule in downtime and be present with what is. My daughter and I went on a rock hunt the other day which was just a fancy way of saying walking down the street and picking up gravel. Um, she suggested, she's like, I want to go on a rock hunt. And in my mind, I'm just like, oh my God, right? Like, what? <laughs> so I had a few options. I could be super annoyed. Like, why are we doing this? This is so boring and taking so long. It's hot out and I'd rather be home in the cooler house. 
Or I could look at it through my daughter's eyes as an adventure, discovering new rocks and looking at the different sizes, colors, and textures, and enjoying the fact that she was discovering and learning with such a simple and free thing like rocks on the road. These are choices I get to make every day. And it's because of the healing and journey I have been through in regards to the experience I had while pregnant and giving birth and the postpartum experience that had helped me to grow and see the world through a different lens. So I want to ask you, what is something that you are struggling with? Do you have a timeline on it? Like you need to be finished by such and such date or you think you should be further along by now, or you should be doing better. It could be anything. It could be weight loss, managing your cravings or emotional eating, a house project, building your website, shifting your body image, recovering from an injury, or maybe working out consistently. Why do you have a timeline on it? Just think about that and ponder. What would happen if I let go of the timeline? What would happen? How would I feel about the healing process or the journey if there was no timeline? It might feel a little uneasy because we are so used to having timelines, right? And basing our goals off of the end time or the finish line. Like, did I reach my goal or not by this time? However, I encourage you to explore this as it will allow you to drop the judgment, the shame, and the frustration. Now, I could say so much more about these lyrics, but we all have things to do and I want to honor your time. But the last thing I want to point out here is the line, love is never leaving. To me, this says that love is always an option. You can always fall back on love. You can always choose love. Love is always around no matter what. Yes, it may be hard to see at times. I totally understand that. When we're in the thick of it, it can be so hard to see the love. Right? But just know that the love is always there no matter what. Okay, I will stop ranting about the song, but go listen to it and check out his other songs too. He does a lot of collaborations with other artists as well. Um, I will have the link in the show notes. Um, I listen to him on Spotify. You guys should all get Spotify. I love it. Um, But you you can find him on Pandora too, or like Apple Music, iTunes, whatever it's called these days. Um, So let go of the finish line. Let things take as long as they need to. It's okay. I give you permission. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. Please, please join me for my next episode. Or I invite you to join me for my next episode where we're going to talk about some mom guilt or dad guilt and the self-judgment that we have on our ability or the lack thereof to be a good mom and how that affects us in other areas of our life. It's going to be fun, my friends. Till next time, have a great week. Bye, y'all.